0: Uh, a few weeks ago when Paul Stanley was here, we closed our time with a uh, uh, just asking the questions, you know, who are the voices in your life? Anyone remember that? Just asking that question, who are the voices in your life? Because those are oftentimes the voices in our head, and are those the, uh, are they building you up or tearing you down, right? i um, we'll just close our time before a little bit of discussion and just Have you guys, if you have your Bibles, if you can open with me to Philippians, I'd like to start all the way at uh, chapter 4, verse 4, and I'll just read it as you guys read along. Philippians 4, verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, be reasonable, for the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, listen close where he goes next. The very next sentence in this context of rejoicing, not anxious, be at peace, hearts and minds guarded, the very next words. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If you guys were to do your own checklist, maybe tomorrow morning in your devotional time, and literally wrote these words down, how, how, would, you, how would you assess yourself? Does, it, does that reflect the character of just your thinking throughout your day? not as a point of condemnation, but just an evaluation, that you invite the work of the Holy Spirit into your life to begin letting that be more of the norm than anxious thoughts. Does that sound good? Put your eyes for the next sentence here. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the peace of God will be with you. All of us want the peace of God in our lives. And so that's just the last charge in this context, what Chris shared with us tonight, to be thinking about such things, but also the question, voices in your head, voices in your life, who are you modeling? Who, are you, who, who is ahead of you that is helping you think in this way? Some of us would be here and say, hey, we don't have anybody. Well, you can't say that anymore you're here. <laughs> so That's why we connect at the tables and talk. So who are you modeling? Who, who are you looking to to help you with your thinking, to think critically? Who are you inviting in to challenge your thinking? And then I would also flip it for some of you guys that are here that are a little further along. Who are the folks that are looking to you and how are you a model for them? And this is this is where the rubber meets the road, guys. I, I had the, the privilege just not even an hour and a half ago that uh, a young man that I mentored for almost five years, he now lives in Seattle, and, and when I first met him, I actually met him in France of all places, and friendship formed, and saw him get married, and now he's got two beautiful kids, and he's just over at my house, just, uh, you know, in town, and just a joy to share life. I mean, it's, it's a privilege when you build history. Um, but what makes it so rich is the conversations that you have where you're allowing one another two porcupines into one another's lives. And so, you know, that, that's the joy of what this is. And you know what, guys? It is hard. It, it is hard. But I would encourage you to just, you know, let the iceberg melt a little bit and, and press in. Um, begin asking the questions about what are you thinking about. And so for for tonight, as you look back over what Chris shared with us, for some of you new guys, uh, the net is going into its second year. And one of the things that we learned uh, last year is that um, uh, th- this is powerful stuff, man. When you, when you come and you have a guy that shares and he's in a tender place in life, oftentimes... He that that guy, you know, becomes the focal point of the conversation at the table because we all have our care points. Many of us are here. We have some things. We're all struggling with something, and so it, it is something we're struggling with. But yet, that did, that does not define all of you. Amen. So you are struggling with something, and as you look at Chris's points tonight there may be something that you're just genuinely struggling with in the context of, I'm struggling with the Word of God, or I'm not a very reasonable person, or whatever it is for you. But then there's something also that you are developing, and that's this point of stretching. And I would encourage you to actually write down this, that this is something that you just feel like God is pruning He's, he's working, working, disciplining you like a son, as we read about in Proverbs and in Hebrews. He's developing you into something. And, and that is something worthy to write down. It's, it's one thing just to conceptualize it, but when you commit by writing it down and then sharing it with a brother, it becomes real. And then finally... There's a real point uh, that men are slow too often, because maybe we confuse it with pride or whatever, is God has given each of you men strength. You've got it in you. (laughs) And the Holy Spirit wants to fan that thing into flame, not for you, but for the edification of others, starting in your families, in your workplace, and so on. And so look at this list of these five points tonight and see where you're walking strong. You know what, guys? And celebrate that. And share that. And let a brother encourage you in that so that can be part, that strength is given to you by God. And so this little assessment for this semester of the net is really so that we as men can have balanced conversations. Yeah, we all have care points. We're struggling with something. We're stretched, but we also have strength as well. And then finally, don't leave here tonight Without committing to an action step, doesn't matter what it is, just something that you are willing to take an action step with. Whether it's meeting with a guy, whether it's committing to a regular devotion time, whether it's memorizing scriptures like you did when you first came to faith, whatever that is, that you would engage with that. As I was listening to Chris tonight and I was actually thinking about Chris has an affinity of to Proverbs two and. And I, and I love those early passages of Proverbs. Um, a couple times a year for my devotional time, I just wanted to share this for maybe a couple of you guys that may be struggling in the scriptures at all. I would encourage a couple of you guys that may be asking the questions, where do I even begin in the Word of God? And, and I would like um, to encourage you, if you're asking that question, to start for the next 30 days. That's it. Don't take on the whole year, and don't take on the whole scriptures. But over the next 30 days, I would encourage you just to spend a few minutes and read one proverb a day. And if you do the math, four chapters of Psalms, by the time you finish the month, you'll have gotten through all of Psalms. That's something something that Billy Graham used to do for years and other guys that have gone before us. That's just a great way to spend a month saturating your mind, kind of at a heart level with the Psalms and a head level, working hand, man's language in the Proverbs. And I just encourage you to get started with that just for the next 30 days and, and see where that goes. So, so guys, um, I wanted to share this just as a gift to you. Uh, this little write-up was um, my father-in-law wrote this a couple years ago. And uh, he and I spend some time together, one-on-one, and we'll have coffee. And we were reading through a book together um, called uh, Good to Great. And not the Jim Collins business book, but it's actually Good to Great in God's Eyes. And it was written by a guy, Chip Ingram, who's been a pastor for a long time. Good to Great in God's Eyes, and it takes you through great people, great books, great prayers, great dreams. It's just a wonderfully well-written Book, but in one of those is think great thoughts, and it's what really governs our thinking. And so we went through that, and and um, my father in law Bill wrote this in response to uh, to just that, and and that may just stir something. And if anything, guys, you leave here tonight that you've got some scriptures written down that that hopefully that engages you guys and gets you into the Word. And so um, I hope tonight was good. Yeah. Each night we pick up different themes, and, um, you know, so we're not trying to be all over the place, but, uh, you know, e- each one. So next, next week um, we're going to have um, Rion come, and uh, he has got a, uh, I'll just even say it, a prophetic word from the Lord on fathering. And uh, I'm excited for my friend Rian to come share next week. So I encourage you guys just to, to share a little bit. Stretch, struggle, and strength at your tables. At least exchange your names, right? So and pray with one another if you have time. Let me finish off our time tonight. Father, thank you for these men. Thank you that they are here and they're standing strong. And, Lord, I just... Um, I thank you for the men of New Life, and just even as Chris spoke tonight, that if just by literally the knowledge of God and their experience with you, that if half the men of New Life would be able to take a stand and, and just walk in obedience of the Great Commission, oh my, what an incredible thing that would be. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would raise up the men of New Life Church to have an impact on their homes, on this church, this city. In, uh, in their area of influence. Lord, we thank you for tonight. Pray your blessings on these guys. In Jesus' name, amen.